Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to another episode of the New Testament in a Year podcast. I'm Sean Bailey, and I get to read this scripture to you and unpack what God has for us in His Word. Today we're on Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, this is day number 42 in our journey, and it's been uh, a very dramatic few episodes with Paul being before these leaders and promoting the gospel in such a bold way and should be such an inspiration to us all. Before I get too much into it though, ah, grab your Bible if you can and listen closely if you will. Let's read God's word together. In Acts chapter 26, it's a continuation of where we left off in 25, where we witnessed the Paul's trials. He was brought before Governor Festus after Governor Felix's reign ended and uh, Governor Festus took over and um, Governor Festus was just, uh, he was taken aback. He was, he was perplexed, I guess, by the accusations against Paul. And despite the pressure, Paul boldly declared his innocence and he made that appeal to Caesar ensuring that he would then be taken to Rome for trial, ultimately saving his life because the ambush that was awaiting Paul again to kill him um, was avoided. And so now in chapter 26, we see Paul defending himself once again, (laughs) this time before King Agrippa. So let's, uh, let's look ahead and some things I want to ask you to kind of keep your eyes peeled for. As I said, Paul's going to be defending himself before Agrippa, but Paul shares his conversion story. He recounts his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. And he has this call to preach. Paul's mission to preach the gospel is clear. And it's very evident. And and notice how his defense of his faith stands strong despite um, authorities that are before him that could be um, intimidating, to say the least. He still stands strong before them. Watch how King Agrippa responds. He's uh, King Agrippa is very familiar with Jewish customs. And notice how his background influences understanding of Paul's message. And God's sovereignty just lays it out perfect for Paul to say the right thing. But yet Agrippa, he has some skepticism about Paul's claims. Watch that happen. And watch how Agrippa's response to Paul's testimony and ultimately decides Paul's fate in, in this chapter today. And so, as we're reading this, Uh, Look at the divine purpose, God's sovereignty, the fulfillment of prophecy, and the spread of the gospel. All these things are continuing to take place through Paul's missionary journeys. Um, And ultimately, Paul's trials now, as he's going to see his fate from King Agrippa. So, let's read chapter 26 of Acts together. Let's read now. We'll start in verse 1, and we'll read all the way down to verse 32. Here we go. Verse 1 of Acts 26. Agrippa said to Paul, You have permission to speak for yourself 
Then Paul stretched out his hand and began his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa. I am to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially since you are very knowledgeable about all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. Paul continues, All the Jews know my way of life from my youth, which was spent from the beginning among my own people in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time. If they are willing to testify that, according to the strictest sect of our religion, I lived as a Pharisee, and now I stand on trial because of the hope and what God promised to our ancestors, the promise that our twelve tribes hope to reach as they earnestly serve him day and night. King Agrippa, I am being accused by the Jews because of this hope. Why do any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? In fact, I myself was convinced that it was necessary to do many things in opposition to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I actually did this in Jerusalem and I locked up many of the saints in prison since I had received authority for that from the chief priests. When they were put to death, I was in agreement against them. In all the synagogues, I often punished them and tried to make them blaspheme. Since I was terribly enraged at them, I pursued them even to foreign cities. Verse 12, he continues. Paul says, I was traveling to Damascus under these circumstances with authority and a commission from the chief priests. King Agrippa, while on the road at midday, I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and those traveling with me. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice speaking to me in Aramaic. It said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And then I asked, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. But get up and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and share among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Instead, I preached to those in Damascus first, and those in Jerusalem, and all the region of Judea, and to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, and do works worthy of repentance. For this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple, and they were trying to kill me. And to this very day, I have had help from God. And I stand and testify to both small and great, saying nothing other than what the prophets and Moses said would take place, that the Messiah would suffer, and that as the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light to our people and to the Gentiles. Paul finishes his defense and Agrippa responds, 
this way, verse 24. As he was saying these things in his defense, Festus exclaimed in a loud voice, You are out of your mind, Paul. Too much study is driving you mad. But Paul replied, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus. On the contrary, I'm speaking words of truth and good judgment. For the king knows about these matters, and I can speak boldly to him. For I am convinced that none of these things has escaped his notice, since this was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you believe. Agrippa said to Paul, Are you going to persuade me to become a Christian so easily? I wish before God, replied Paul, that whether easily or with difficulty, not only you, but all who listen to me today might become as I am, except for these chains. The king, the governor, Bernice, and those sitting sitting with him got up. And when they had left, they talked with each other and said, This man is not doing anything to deserve death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been released if he had not appealed to Caesar. And that's the end of Acts chapter 26. Let's take a moment to reflect on this. Wow, what a powerful testimony from Paul. Now let's, uh, let's look at some takeaways from this chapter. Now Paul's unwavering commitment in sharing the gospel serves as an amazing reminder for us that God's calling is far greater than any worldly obstacles that may come our way. We can embrace God's call despite opposition. Like Paul, we're going to face opposition. We're going to face skepticism. We're going to face those critics and those from our past as we continue to live out our faith. But we should be encouraged, be inspired by Paul and by what we see in Scripture that God and His purpose prevails over every challenge far greater than our minds can fathom Paul's fearless proclamation of the gospel and the way he stood before King Agrippa just is is such an amazing example of the courage that we are called to have as believers in Christ and ultimately as ambassadors that we're called to be to go on behalf of Jesus sharing the good news with everyone in spite of the opposition, the uh, skeptics, the critics that we're going to face. We should strive to be bold in our witness. Paul's testimony encourages us to boldly share our faith. Not just with those that are willing to hear and have ears that will lean our way. Instead, we need to trust in the power of God's Word to transform hearts and lives of even the unwilling. Boldness in such a way that can change lives, leaning on the power of God. Paul was a great example of that. And despite the uncertainty of his future, and this is a continued theme, Paul remained steadfast in trusting of God's great plan, that God's in control. And his testimony is this testament of 
the faithfulness of God and reminds us that, that, that all things work together for good, for the good of those who trust him, the good of those who are faithful to following the will of the Father, those who love him. In our own journeys, we can find peace. We can find assurance in, in surrendering to God's great sovereign, great perfect plan and know that he's always in control. And so despite the obstacles you're facing, despite the uh, anchors that some people try to wrap around your shoulders as you live your faith and your past tries to pull you back, know that ultimately God's great plan is far greater than the difficulties from your friends, from your family, from your colleagues, those in workplace, Wherever the Lord has placed you, be bold and you will see amazing things happen when you trust in his perfect plan. A great, a great example from Paul. I'm inspired by it. I hope you are as well. Um, may we use that inspiration to really embrace God's call in our life to be bold and trust in his purpose in our lives. For you all have one. We all have one. So I'm looking forward to the next one already as we continue to see that Paul was sent on to Rome as he made that appeal to Caesar. Even though he didn't deserve death, his appeal to Caesar, he's granted that wish, and that's kind of the verdict placed before him. We're going to see some difficulties in his journey as he tries to make his way to Rome now. That's next episode. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have the best day, guys. I hope you are bold in your faith. I hope you stand strong and know that God's in control despite those people around you. And when I say that, you probably can see their faces, think of their names, the scenarios that may come forward, live out loud for his glory in spite of the persecution that we may face. May you be blessed. May your family be blessed. And as a result, may you strive to be a blessing to all those around you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the Word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified throughout reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together.